developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. You know, one of these days, I'm going to do it just to throw everyone off. Uh, the, well, the first person you're going to throw off would be me, because I wouldn't know. Well, I mean, yeah. now we, we can... You guys we don't know this. It. You guys don't know this listening, but, like, we can all see mm-hmm. each other now. This is, like, a, it's kind of a relatively new thing. I think the cat kind of got out, got let out of the bag that we could see each other when we had uh, a couple weeks we ago. Steve on. Steve, Steve or Eric. I think, I think Eric might have mentioned it, too, when we had... Yeah, everybody did. Yeah, oh, yeah, everybody Steve. Did. Both Steves. Yeah. All right. Cats out of the bag. We could see each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. We could see each other now. But yeah, we're uh, we're back. Another another Hello. week. <laughs> another week. Another guest. Um, returning yeah. guest again. Yeah, another we're, returning guest. Another returning guest. Yeah. yeah. So uh, th- this Just is when you thought we were had guests in a row. Now we have returning guests in a row. You know, sometimes it's great how kind of like scheduling works out and like where our main kind of episodes fall. Because there's a really cool event that we're going to be talking about on today's episode that's coming up uh, when this is airing. It'll actually be the end of this week. So uh, ahead mm-hmm. of their their first uh, stop on the, the Tamashi Nation's 15th anniversary tour, uh, we'll be at a Grand Central Station in uh, New York City in Times Square. Um, the, the folks at, at Bondi and, and Tamashi Nations are celebrating... 15 years of of Tamashi Nations. So joining us uh, again on the pod, returning guest, friend of the pod, uh, Justin Cavender, Senior Marketing Manager at Bandai Namco Toys and Collectibles America. Justin, welcome back to the show. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. And this time I said your name right. You yeah. did. I'm so excited. Hey, let me know when this is going to be on TV so my mama can tape it. <laughs> Never. Well, it's on the YouTube. Does she go on the YouTube? She does. She, she has a YouTube television. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to the Google machine. Right next to that <laughs> Google machine. Well, she can ask Jeeves all about it. <laughs> she certainly can. Whatever it does. She's great. Well, Hi, Mom. Oh, as I mentioned at the top, we're we're gonna get into the the tour, the tour stop, and what what everyone can expect to see, you know, uh, for those that are planning to go in New York. But uh, since it's been a while since we've had you on the show, uh, tell us what what have you been collecting, and what are some of uh, your recent pickups? Oh man, I've been collecting all sorts of fun stuff, mostly Marvel Legends, though. I'm like a total sucker for like '90s X Men stuff, and wouldn't you know it that GD Hasbro is always pumping out friggin'. Marvel Legends stuff. So uh, my blob finally showed up. That's a fun-looking toy, not going to lie. So pretty excited to park in him next to the Pyro and Avalanche and having the, the gang all together on my desk. So that's cool. And then uh, G.I. Joe Classified. We all know how amazing that series is. Um, can't wait for that Hiss Tank to arrive one of these days. Uh, I was one of, the, one of the backers of that amazing project. Um, Me too. I'm a I'm a fan of this might get me in trouble, but I'm definitely a fan of the crowdfunding uh, projects like that. I think Haslab is is good for collectors, man. And I can I can talk about that all day long. Of course, I'm not here to talk about that, but I could. Uh, Very excited about that. Um, But yeah, just a couple of rando things, too. I got a couple of Mezco figures, those um, the 112 guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I never really had any of those. And they're, they're pretty amazing, dude. Like they. 
they got so many like so much detail and cool accessories i picked up a like a cyclops again you know 90s x-men and um that wolverine with like the beat up sentinel that comes in like a little lunchbox that was cool too um in fact uh, i got it from entertainment earth and it was missing a little shoulder pad and they like rma'd it and i got another one back in like a week they were very nice so shout out to entertainment earth for being absolutely amazing retail partners yeah uh we're uh we're one of their affiliates they're they're great Mm -hmm. they're an absolutely great partner they have great customer service and everything so yeah definitely shouts to ee um yeah i actually got i want to say it was like two years ago i bought I bought into one of those uh, Mezco. I want to say it was like an advent calendar, countdown calendar, yeah, holiday, whatever you call calendar. it. Yeah, and it had the blue skull guy in it, cousin cousin Eddie. Because I just wanted like a Mezco figure. I'd never had like experienced one before, and it was okay. Like I thought it was fun, but I'm a huge fan of uh, of the Crow, and and uh, I, I just love that film. It's one of my favorite, you know, kind of especially from the '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I picked up their 112 uh, Crow figure, and that was my Mezco experience. Where I was like, "This is this is like a little Hot Toys figure." Honestly, mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a six inch Hot Toys figure with all the faces and the deco and like the soft goods and just kind of the way that the figure moves and everything. Yeah, I I, I, I get it. I get I get why <laughs> I get why people enjoy those. So yeah, they're cool, man. I dig it. I had a I had a speaking of the Crow, I had a, an Eric Draven movie maniacs from mcfarland like 20 something years ago i had a couple i had like the standalone figure and then i had the one in um that sort of fish tank dealio yep. i don't know if you remember that yeah yep 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 pretty cool yeah those are cool in that i closet mean closet back there actually <laughs> for all you for all you <laughs> listeners out there there's a magical closet behind me that's just low, full of stuff and uh wouldn't you know it one of my one of my wonders is an eric draven figure so Outside of toys, we know you're also an avid gamer. Um, have you played anything that's not called Dark Souls lately? <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, truth be told, I actually haven't played Dark Souls in, since last December. Or two, I guess two Decembers ago. Um, it's been a hot minute. and um, I, well, That's because you played it so much that the disc broke. Mm-hmm. And now... Know, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, so funny, when I got a PS5, uh, that was what I did. I, I literally just popped in Dark Souls and played it on the PS. So stupid. Uh, I would say, though, it was actually harder on PlayStation than it was on PC or Xbox. I don't know why. It was just kind of like enemies are just a tick more like aggressive and surprising. I don't know. It was weird. But yes, Dave, I have been playing other things. Uh, I've been really like knee deep into World of Warcraft. Um, that's a habit that I've had for a very long time since like 2006, I'd say. And uh, with the new expansion, you know, and playing with my friends online on my internet friends. Uh, it's been a good time. Mostly doing like PVP stuff. And then, um, you know, those people that go out and just buy books, but never read them. You know, they're just, you might even be one of them, but you've, you look mm-hmm. at your, your library and you see that you have like 50 books and maybe you've read five pages of one of those books. Uh, I'm kind of that way with video games. Like I realized that I just buy video games, but never play them. And I feel bad about that. And, um, I, I want to be better. I got to wait till next year to do a new year resolution of, of playing more, but, um, you know, that's just the way that's the way the world works. Can't do I can't make any changes now. I gotta wait until New Year. We're already like in April for crying out loud. <laughs> I yeah, I, I felt... picked up uh Metroid Prime Remastered and I have not started it yet. So good man. I, I got it too, and I'm very excited. And and it was a, a bit of a chore to get my hands on that thing, at least a physical copy. And yep. uh, when I got it, I was so Same. excited. And and then I never even opened <laughs> what a loser, right? Yeah, I'm such a boob. I feel bad about that. I fell backwards into that same problem of having a bo- a stack both physically and digitally of games that I just, you know, who who knew that once you had children, it would be real difficult to play games where you're like murdering zombies and monsters. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, when, when, when Henry was first born, I was literally playing Skyrim with him just kind of tucked in my arm and it was super easy and awesome. Oh, yeah. And then... Now that he's like one and a half, he's running around all crazy town banana pants, and um, it's it's impossible to play like video games while he's awake. I'll wait till he's like two. Right now he's a year and a half. <laughs> once, he, once he crosses that two thresh mark, then it's on. Then it's RoboCop and Total Recall and freaking <laughs> you name it. <laughs> We're gonna be watching it and having a good time. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta gotta get him. Gotta get him on the right foot. 
No, that's not true. His, his mama would not approve. Although I will say this. Um, I, I just started watching uh, Fear the Walking Dead. I never watched it when it was like new or whatever. Yeah. And this was like 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 six months ago or so. And Henry was just starting to make like sounds. But there's so many like zombie gargle sounds. You know, I'm holding him by my head. And he, all of a sudden he's going. Wow. I'm like. <laughs> you partially responsible <laughs> I shouldered the blame on this one but I, uh, enough about that I may have regrets <laughs> yeah and I like I kind of get them a little bit away from my neck you know I'm like eh, I don't know <laughs> is this just the auditory thing or did he see what the zombies were doing let me just hold you out like this kid <laughs> yeah uh, so before before we hop into the uh, the kind of goings on and and the things that are that are kind of c- coming up for for Bondi, uh, you know, the the portfolio is kind of always growing over there. It seems like so. Remind our listeners what what brands these days actually fall under your domain over there at uh, at Bandai Namco Collectibles. Yeah, so there's quite a bit actually. So there's like um, Tomashi Nations, Bandai Hobby. So Tomashi Nations is like the figures, uh, Bandai Hobbies, the model kits, and you got Shokugan, which is like little cute guys. Uh, Mega House also they do big and little things. Then there's of course like the toy department, like your Tamagotchis and your Anime Heroes uh, and Dragon Stars. Then of course you have like um, like our affiliate brands like uh, Nanoblock and Blitzway and Studio Ghibli. So. A lot, a lot of action going on. And then I basically manage the content for all that stuff. So uh, if it's on our website or it's on our social media, that kind of falls under the umbrella of content, which, you know, today is kind of sad. Like everything is just content, whether you're like a, a YouTuber or an Instagrammer or or even like Martin Scorsese, right? It's like, it's like, dude, he's a content creator. <laughs> it's like, hey, yo, Marty, when are you going to drop more mob content on us, man? Um, I, I hope at some point in some interview, somebody asks him, right, do you consider yourself to be a content creator? <laughs> yeah, do you get free shit? Do you show your movies off and, and, and get into a hotel for free? Do you say like, hey, I'm going to put you on my Instagram post and, uh, you know, why don't you hook me up? That's that's where he takes the LaBelle microphone off and just like sleep <laughs> and just walks out of the room. Yeah. No, sir, I am not doing it for the likes. Like, <laughs> but make sure to smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Hey, ring the bell. Don't forget to ring that god dang bell. Marty, could you just tell could you just tell our audience to hit that subscribe button? Just <laughs> I dare you. I I'm skipping the double and going straight to the triple. I triple dog dare you to call him A Marty and say hey what kind of what kind of content are you going to drop any more mob you got any more of that mob content over there uh, do it oh i can't uh, breathe i can't breathe oh my god all right <laughs> i love talking to you guys you're so much fun so you you mentioned you mentioned uh ghibli and I, that's honestly, that's one of the brands that, that doesn't get enough love in our book. Uh, you know, that's because no one knows how to say it, Eric. You got your, your Studio Ghibli people and you got your Studio Ghibli people. <laughs> and you are a Ghibli person. I am. I'm a Ghibli person. <laughs> What's actually the right way to say it? Ghibli. It is Ghibli. Yeah. Yes. That's Ghibli. I've also heard from someone that works at a Japanese company. <laughs> <laughs> I've also heard people pronounce it Ghibli. Too. Oh, there you go. You've heard that one. So you, you do whatever Ghibli. you want. I'm, I, this is your world. I'm just I've, living. I've in always it. I'm not here to yuck your yum, as they say. No, but we're we're. I'm going to course correct for the rest of my life, Justin. I am going. I am going to pronounce it. I've, you taught me. It's not cap. It's not Cavender like Avengers. It's Cavender, <laughs> and like now Cavender. it's and now it's Ghibli. It's. Yes. I'm going to. I'm going to say it right. I'm going to say it right. Do it. We got to hook you up with like electric shock treatment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the guy that loves Ghibli. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been saying it wrong my entire life. Um, okay. So, so what's what's the latest from uh, from the world of Ghibli? Oh man, there's actually a lot of stuff going on. Man, I almost had to write it down. In fact, I, I kind of wrote down parts. I took notes. Uh, so uh, Miyazaki's newest movie is coming out in Japan uh, this July, and so we're basically celebrating his entire portfolio from my my neighbor Totoro to uh, Ponyo and everything in between. We have all sorts of new plush. Uh, we're bringing everyone's beloved characters into huggable forms. Oh, isn't that nice? And you've seen our giant Totoro, so you know how huggable that guy is. I have. And um, 
you know, we're also bringing in more characters uh, like Lily and the and the friggin' uh, the tree spirits from Princess Mononoke, like the Kodama. Awesome. Um, very excited about that. Um, and then we got new home goods. So um, basically things like reusable shopping bags and glassware to make your home and life just a little bit more Ghibli-like, you know, for uh, for the, the, the greater good. All those lovely Ghibli fans out there that want to just uh, basically live in a world. I'm still hugging myself, by the way. I don't know if you know <laughs> well, you are very, you are also very huggable, Justin. Dude, I, I, we're I, just going to let you go. Dude, Totoro and good. I share the same body type. <laughs> so it actually works out pretty good. Um, but yeah, we we're looking to bring uh, more higher end products uh, to expand on everyone's uh, Ghibli collections. Uh, even like some fashionable things like wallets and, and look like luxury items. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love the uh, the the teacup, the the color color changing heat reactive teacup thing yeah, too. That's that was cool. that was awesome. That's that uses science, Eric. I, hey, actual science to do that. Who doesn't love science? Well, actually, no. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. There, yeah. people that don't love science. Yeah. Holy shit, man! Twenty twenty was a bit of an eye opener for the anti science folk. Man, I'll say it. Yeah, Jesus, a bunch of yahoos out there. Mm. But not your uh, listeners, of course. <laughs> no, not them. No, no, we've we've curated, we've curated our our community. We're yeah. all science friendlies here. Exactly. Please, all, I all, hope, I hope we are. One hundred percent. This is a, a a higher level of sophistication. We got monocles and and freaking top hats, looking good. Pinkies out. Always, and you know what's funny. Uh, what the hell was that movie? The Birdcage? Did you ever see that with um, awesome. Robin awesome. Williams and yeah, like, yeah. and stuff? And when they pointed out like having your pinky out, <laughs> I was literally drinking something and my pinky was out. I'm like, wait a minute now. I thought everybody does that. Fancy. Yeah, Fancy. Mr. Fancy I, Pants. Quick aside, there that is one of there are two there are two uh quotes from that movie that are constantly shared in like my my, my wife and I and our, like our her her family predominantly they're huge fans of that movie we say all the time like anytime somebody is buttering toast at dinner it's like somebody is going to go i pierced the toast somebody <laughs> is bound to and then like somebody from the other side of the table will be like who cares <laughs> like a- every time that That's and right. And when, whenever, anytime anybody is wearing heels, um, the moment they take their heels off, the, I, I, I can't wear the shoes. I slip, I fall down every, every time, every time. <laughs> That's right. I do too as well. I do, um, I call all medicine purine tablets. And then uh, anytime someone asks like, um, like, how am I doing or something like that? I'll be like, I'm fine. I'm working hard for the money. So hard for honey. <laughs> I do that too. I saw that movie at the drive-in of all places. I'm old though. Oh, awesome! Yeah. We still we still got one of them drive-ins around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. yeah, we actually have two technically because I guess Mah- Mahaning, however you pronounce that, the one that's, that's Philly though. Yeah, it's close enough. Like if somebody <laughs> in this area wanted to go, like it's only like a two-hour drive. To um, go to the drive-in, oh make a make a trip out of it. Yeah. Ooh. Um. So getting back to uh, Ghibli. One of the things that's always kind of blown both of our minds has been that there's never been like fully articulated figures of some of the favorites like Totoro, No Face, Kiki, or Princess Mononoke, um, just to name a few. Is that something that's ever come up for discussion? Something that's ever been kind of kicked around as far as well, like, the idea phase goes? Uh, no conversations that I have been in, but I do know that um what is that brand it's like uh kyoto they make articulated figures for nausicaa mm-hmm. uh which are really really cool uh just to plug them just for funsies uh you know at um on big bad toy store they have them available for pre-order i think but we did have the nausicaa glider and nausicaa had some articulation but it's not something necessarily that um is in our wheelhouse per se yeah it's but just one of those. I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, I think it'd be great. I, I love articulated stuff. Yeah, like I just think of like, especially nowadays with the way that toy photography has kind of evolved, and you know, especially like Totoro just being in that kind of like like just thinking of like a 112 scale Totoro sitting in people's collections, showing up in photos, like it 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 would be awesome. 
Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I love that guy. I don't think he would... And he got him with the umbrella. Right, right. Yeah, he doesn't really move that much though in the yeah in the movie. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how you know how he articulates. But like, I think of figures like the the uh, SH figure arts like uh, Pac Man. And originally, when mm. when that first came out, I was like, "How the hell is this thing going to move?" And then with like those like sliding panels that kind of mm-hmm. shift to move the arm, the move the legs. It's like there's some clever, clever engineering tricks. I th- I think I think it could be done. Then there would be those people like, "Where's the ab crunch, man? Totoro needs ab crunch. <laughs> He's got seven minute abs. <laughs> Why doesn't he have double jointed elbows? You know, yeah. Where's his yeah. butterfly joints? Yep, yep." <laughs> You know what though? I appreciate the fandom and all the the critiques that come with it. Um, you know, we all want to have super mega articulated figures, and um, if it's if it's possible, if you can if you can dream it, you can do it, right? <laughs> As they say. And uh, no, that sounds cool, man. Uh, I to answer your question, uh, sorry, I, a long story short, um, no, I have not been in any sort of discussions about that, but I do know. That uh, there is another company that makes uh, Nausicaa articulated figures. Better than nothing. Aside from our mm-hmm. Nausicaa that we had like two and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So so moving from Ghibli uh, to kind of where Bandai Namco collectibles and toys and collectibles has kind of the spotlight on, you know, uh, the brightest at this moment. Um, it's It's really hard to believe like just kind of thinking about this, that Tamashi Nations has only been around for 15 years. It's kind of weird to think of a time before like SH Figure Arts. It's, it, it really seems like it's been around way longer than 15 years. Um, but, uh, you know, there's there's a, an upcoming celebratory uh, anniversary tour. So, so tell us uh, about uh, kind of what's planned there. Absolutely. So we have, of course, the Tamashi Nations World Tour. It's going to be a five-city world tour uh, kicking off next week on April 28th in uh, New York City at uh, Grand Central Terminal, which we discussed earlier. Um, And then on May 26th, actually, they have a long one in Tokyo. It's May 26th all the way to July 18th uh, for that one. But uh, if for all you listeners out here in the United States... Uh, yeah, you're going to want to head over to New York City, as they say, and uh, check it out. We're very excited about it. It's going to be like over 300 displays. There's all these awesome statues. Of course, there's going to be event exclusives. Uh, we're actually going to be, at the time of this recording, we'll have done a live stream showing them all off like up close and personal. Very excited about that. Uh, we are, what are we doing that? That is going to go tomorrow tomorrow's the 19th as we record this hopefully i didn't ruin any magic for you Uh, (laughs) um um so yeah you can check out that live stream on all of our social channels or go to our youtube channel our youtube channel is um youtube.com slash bntca so you can check that out um if you can't make it to the event of course you can um see how cool these exclusives are um and there's also free swag for folks I'm very excited about that. Um, the giveaways include a shoulder bag and a figure posing guide which is actually very handy uh, especially if you're like me and you can't pose uh, and you're terrible and you get scolded and there's like a squirt ball nearby to squirt me whenever I'm terrible at posing something. Um, and uh, yeah, very excited about that. And uh, if you spend um, $100, uh, you actually get a special limited edition uh, figure stand celebrating the world tour. So uh, that's really cool. And then uh, some of our neighboring retailers in the New York area uh, they will be handing out giveaways as well. Uh, some of those retailers include uh, Kino Kunya, African Gundam Planet, uh, Lunar Toys, Midtown Comics, and there's a couple more. So just head over to TamashiWeb.com to get all the deets on that. But uh, yeah, very excited. There's six event exclusives that'll be there uh, celebrating the Tamashi Nations World Tour. Uh, you got some Saint Seiya action with the Pegasus Seiya. Uh, you got a high metal... Um, phoenix from macross you got the robot spirits uh, strike gundam then of course there's the sh figure arts super saiyan son goku as well as um spider-man across the spider-verse there is a miles morales and a um spider gwen that was a lot yeah, yeah. Sorry for the info dump. <laughs> very cool <laughs> so does does um uh Dave Dave uh Dave is definitely the one that squirts you with the bottle, right? At the office. Like he's got the square bottle. No, he's he a figure. worse than I do, I think. <laughs> who <laughs> who is it then? Is it Brian? Is it uh is it is it Mike? Is it Brian? Who who No uh, no no. It's um the nice the nice folks 
the, the water friendly folks over at Tamasha Nation. <laughs> Well, that's why you got to let Mike do the posing. That's what he's there for. Yeah, he's there to take the pictures. He, he's, he's, he does the content like the Scorsese. <laughs> so, so he's the one that's actually getting the pitches of Spider-Man at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what he's actually yeah. doing. Mm. And at least in this case, right? With that, with that exclusive. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and, uh, you know, our whole team is going to be there. So if you're going to be in the neighborhood, definitely swing by. I love talking to folks, chatting about toys and and video games and, and what have you. I'd love to hear like stories about your collections or where you got stuff. Um, I'm, I'm all for it. So, so introduce yourself, say hi, um, and it'll be a blast. So we're going to see you there um, on the 28th at the first stop in New York. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the uh, exclusives that are going to be there and you mentioned like a whole bunch of stuff that's going to be on display, but what are some of the things that we can expect to see as part of the displays or as part of the his- historical content. Sure. So, uh, you know, as you mentioned, Tomasha Nation has been around for several years. This is the 15th anniversary. So you'll see things from uh, throughout, you know, its inception. Uh, there's uh, it's going to be several different figures on display, as well as some amazing statues from some of our, our favorite anime. Um, I don't want to spoil the surprise too much, um, but uh, lots of incredible photo ops. And Tomashi, uh, you know, they... They definitely like to make a statement with their displays. So um, I encourage everyone to go and take pictures and, and enjoy yourselves and uh, and have a good time. But I mean, if you've ever been to any one of our shows, uh, like a New York Comic Con or San Diego Comic Con, Anime Expo, things like that, uh, you have had a taste of what uh, Tamashi brings to the table and they're going all out for the world tour. So definitely check it out. That's awesome. And and alongside you know the the exclusives that'll be available at the event and and kind of the 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 timeline as it were of you know some of the things throughout Tamashi's uh, Tamashi Nation's history, uh, will there be any kind of new products there for you know that are being revealed for the first time or, or you know uh, you know production samples that are are going to be on display for the first time? Uh, well, so. <laughs> Tamashi likes to keep things secret, <laughs> and because the event hasn't happened yet, I can't say things, so read into that however you want, but um, it's it's going to be a good time. Awesome. And I, I know. I feel terrible being cryptic, but I'm trying to be as in-your-face as possible about saying yes without saying yes. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, so uh, going back to those exclusives again for, for a moment... Um, have you ever been, uh, you know, kind of involved in the decision-making process to, to kind of determine or, you know, uh, decide what, what, what's going to be an exclusive or like a character that's going to be featured in ex- as an exclusive or a colorway or anything like that? Uh, not in the choosing process, but once they have been picked, that's when I get involved as far as. Uh, how the marketing forum is going to go and the reveals are going to go. But I, I don't have a hand in the selection. Sadly. Yeah. And I wish I did. I'm not, I'm not cool enough yet. Maybe one day when I'm a Papa Bandai or something, then I'll get the honor. But as of right now, it's a need to know kind of thing. And I'm pretty far down the, uh, the old list. (laughs) Hey, you you still find out way uh, way ahead of of most other people, so I mean, sure, that's, sure, it's sure. true. It's, 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 There's it's just a whole cool. ocean that separates me and Japan, <laughs> so it takes it takes a hot minute to get all the deets. Now, now do you know in terms of the figures that are going to be offered um, as exclusives, will any of them be available kind of as like main mainline releases, you know, down the line? Uh, nothing's been announced. Uh, are you talking about like? How like with San Diego Comic Con exclusives, uh, usually like after the event or in, yeah, in, they sh- yeah they show up on like P Bandai or yeah 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, nothing has been announced or hinted at as of yet. Okay, cool. So we'll stay tuned on that. And now a word from our sponsors. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys. A traditional mom-and-pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey, Chubsy Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement searching for them at larger retail stores. 
Visit them in person at their brand new home at 101 Newark Pompton Turnpike Suite 1 in Little Falls, New Jersey for their grand opening on Saturday, May 13th or online at chubzywubzy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com. And tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you. Level up your collection with CGC, the world leader in pop culture collectibles grading. CGC recently launched its video games division with experienced, knowledgeable, and passionate graders to help you maximize your value on all the games you love. Ready to give your games an extra life? Submit today at cgcgrading.com. That's cgcgrading.com. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. And now, back to the show. All right, so that takes us into our Q&A section. So, uh, as we usually mention at this point in the show, if you are listening to, to, uh, to Adventures in Collecting for the first time, welcome. Hope, hopefully you're, in, you're enjoying your, your first-time listening experience. Thanks for stopping by. Um, Dave, anything else you wanted to add there? Stopping by and... And uh, make sure to smash that subscribe button and hit those likes and no leave comments. <laughs> no whammies. All that good stuff for the algorithm. That was a game show, kids. So that way <laughs> we can get to you as best as we can. Justin's really pressing his luck. Dude, that was like my favorite show. No whammies, too, no whammies, big box and stop. And it's like, the little, little asshole would show up on the screen <laughs> <laughs> with like the plunger with the TNT. Yeah, I whammy. Love it. Yeah, whammy. I have a dance move called TNT. I'll show you that one time on in in New York. You'll Maybe have uh, Adventures in Collecting After Dark. <laughs> fun fun aside is uh, you know. L- l- TV guide is how I learned how to read. And so like all I knew was like game show hosts and stuff That's when right. I was a kid. This is That's true. Awesome. I've, I, I, yeah. I was not alive for this, but I've heard this story many times. Yeah, it's so I knew like all the game shows and the game show hosts. He was like he was a little bit of like a uh, like an encyclopedia. encyclopedia. Yeah, little kid encyclopedia. Um, so so yeah, so this next section is our Q&A section. So uh as as we we will every time we have a guest on, uh we'll post on Instagram and Twitter and give our listeners and followers a chance to ask questions to our guests. Yeah, so so check those posts and stories. Yeah. And uh we've whittled it down to um three questions and our first question comes from friend of the pod Craig stuff. Um and this is kind of like a team-related question. So, uh, you know, in the past, we've seen Tamashi Nations tackle kind of teams in the way that they've kind of, uh, like, like what's going on right now with the Dragon Ball uh, Z, the Frieza saga, and the, um, the Cell saga. Like, we're seeing kind of individual members of those teams get kind of built out. Um, so far, for the, the kind of relaunch of the Naruto line, um, we've seen both uh, Naruto and Sasuke kid versions. Um, can we expect kind of that same team concept to to kind of continue with with Naruto, or is it kind of going to go in, into kind of more of a different direction? Uh, well, I mean, in the spirit of not being able to answer some of this, <laughs> I kind of falls under that bucket. But um, I think that uh, Tamashi would like to, uh, you know continues things like that uh there's a lot that goes into making figures all the way from like just initial concept to licensor approval and it at the end of the day it is up to the licensor on whether or not something gets made or not um i know that when lines do really really well then they will continue to to make them and 
Uh, Naruto has had quite the surge after uh, coming back. Uh, you know, it was basically around this time last year that um, Tomashi just just doubled down on Naruto and and bringing um, SHF back. Uh, so I think that it's going in the right direction. If that helps. Um, and I know that Tomashi loves making figures and loves making people happy. <laughs> it's all about, you know, uh, uh, making that community just uh, thrive and do really well and get excited about uh, figures. And um, I, I think that if, if it is possible, then it'll be done. And, and one thing that, you know, on the topic of characters, something that, you know, you guys at, uh, at Bandai Namco Toys and Collectibles has been really America. America you left out the America. <laughs> you gotta start over. I, tr- I I try. I try. It was easier when it was bluefin. Um. <laughs> Tell me that. Um. So no, but but you guys have been really great, especially on your live streams. Kind of like collecting, you know, that feedback. Like, you know, what's the character that you want to see? Like, you know. Uh, e- even you know on on your Instagram and, and Twitter posts as well. So, uh, you know, be vocal. Like you know, mm-hmm. let 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 everybody know what you want to see, and you know, I'm 100%. sure it helps. Yeah, it it really does. Because I mean, I have I have meetings with Tamashi, like weekly meetings with like the Japan side, right? Um, you know, our team is involved with with making sure that everyone's on the same page. You know, uh, being running like the social media side of of uh, Bandai Namco Toys and Collectibles, America. You know, I see all the comments. I read them all. I'll be up in my bed at like two in the morning, just like reading uh, all the nice things that people say <laughs> in the comments uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, what have you. Uh, so, so they get read. You know, they are seen. They are shared. Uh, obviously, some things uh, can't be commented on, uh, but uh, keep providing the feedback, both positive and negative. Um, you know, I got, I got thick skin. I'm a I'm a big boy. I'm a plus size model. I can handle, I can handle anything you throw at me. So, um, be nice. Just stay off the death threats. We had death threats once or twice, and that sucked. So, yeah, no, no, no. If, if you if, yeah, if you're nice, then you know you'll you'll get a wink and a smile. So, well, I'm gonna keep creating burner accounts and keep requesting 1997 Godzilla. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Was I want 98 or 98. No, I think it was 97. Yeah. I want. I I want that in an, in an SH monster. It's so bad, so bad. Do you really? Oh, so bad. When did that movie come out? I think it was ninety seven. Come on, Dave. You should know this. All I, I can remember is the Matthew Broderick one. To rem- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ninety eight. It was ninety eight. All right, ninety eight. Godzilla. All I remember was I've the, watched it. I've watched it once. The awesome Taco Bell campaigns that were so yeah scary. with the cup toppers and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I had one. No big deal. MBD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that one's interesting because, uh, interestingly enough, you know we're a global company, right? So we got to be able to to send toys everywhere, and that particular figure uh, might not necessarily have global acceptance. And so when you got to factor in quantities, and the lower the number, the harder it is to pull off. That's just one of them things that. Uh, it's it's fun to think about, and I know every when there's a, a very loud vocal minority when it comes to to that figure. Uh, but maybe over time that'll continue to grow. I know that uh, when somebody's like, "Come on, give us '98 Godzilla," and from you know the the Bluefin social account, I was like, "Hey, is this something you guys really want?" And it and it took off, man. It was, it was something upwards of like five thousand like likes and retweets and stuff like that. So uh, I get it. But at the end of the day, 5,000 pieces. Let's just say that every human that, that reposted that wanted one, that's still only 5,000 pieces. Yeah, it's so, not a lot. It's not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just consider that when... I, I always um, just think back to Final Wars when, like... Yeah, he got destroyed Godzilla in that movie. shows up and he's in, like, 30s, in it for 30 seconds. Yeah, right, 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 right. real Godzilla killed my, it. That was my favorite <laughs> performance by 98 Godzilla. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. There's that so, glo- I mean, there's that global appeal. There's that uh, people around the world will want <laughs> will want their their final wars Godzilla just absolutely destroying uh, ninety eight Godzilla. There we right, go. right. And uh, you know the monster arts are large. You know they're, they're, there's a lot of plastic, a lot that goes into making those things. Uh, usually with monster arts, the uh, 
you know, the designer, the original designer is involved somehow. Oh, wow. You know, they're, really? Yeah, like they'll kind of go to make it like as screen accurate as possible kind of thing. Um, so that there's a lot that goes into making those monster arts and uh, they're beautiful figures. They are. Um, I'm actually looking I, at I, you know, it's, um, Wars Godzilla right here. The um, the Dine Action series are also really cool. It's really big guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we had the Ava and like the Ultraman and um, I think there was a Digimon one as well, right? And uh, I, I would love to see like Elden Ring bosses be in like Dine Action size, oh, you know? Because then, yeah. then you'd have like your SHF pretty much in scale with these giant monsters. That would look pretty rad. Like that, that's sort of my... Uh, this is what I would want to see <laughs> kind of thing with that line. Cause like the monster arts are cool, but at the end of the day, you know, most of them are somewhere around like six and a half, seven inches tall. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's not, that's not going to cut it for this guy when it comes to video game bosses. I, oh I, need, a, I need a big fella. A Dynamax Godzilla. Dynaction. Dynaction. Sorry. Dynamax. I, I, Dynamax. I went, is I went, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I also, isn't that a Pokemon thing? I think that's a Pokemon thing. But yeah, yeah. No. I was thinking of uh, like, like uh, he was using brand X. Oh. So immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was just thinking like it's been a while since I watched Final Wars. Love that. Go. Do it. Love Don't that. Watch it. Joker. We'll it's fine. We're moving along on this podcast. Yeah, we got an hour and a half. It's yeah, good. We're good. We're good. Uh, Dave, you want to do the next question? Yeah, sure. So at Poison Apple Marky Mark asks. What is your favorite con to go to every year? Oh man, that's a that is San Diego Comic Con hands down. That is one of my favorite places uh, on the whole damn planet. I, I love it. Uh, it's it is a, quite a, uh, a spectacle. Uh, it is it is so much chaos going on at San Diego Comic Con, and I hope you guys make it there one day uh, just to see how crazy it is. Um, you know, I'm I'm literally speaking. Not from like eight in the morning to seven o'clock at night, every single day, you know, we're setting up these crazy booths. We usually have multiple booths, not just one. I think last year we had like, like eight or nine booths at San Diego Comic-Con. So it was, it was a lot, uh, not to mention the, the Dragon Ball experience at the Marina Terrace, uh, behind the Marriott. Uh, just, it's so much going on. Everyone just brings their A game and, and I love it. It's, it's a blast. It is it is hands down bar none, both as as an attendee, as press and as an exhibitor. I would say San Diego Comic-Con is just leaps and bounds above the rest for me. I I love it. Yeah. One of these times, one of these times we will get out there. It's on the list. It's so far. It's so far. It's It's only like 70 miles for me, so not so bad. Well, with California traffic, it probably takes you like what six hours to get there. <laughs> uh, sometimes, <laughs> one time there was like a fire, and uh, I was going to a Mariners Padres game, and a fire in California. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's how we do things around here, and um, we use ash as currency for crying out loud. <laughs> and uh, and where was I going with this? Yeah, so there was a fire, and it was jumping across the freeway like. Jumping, actual jumping bean fire style. And it was crazy. And uh, just had to get to that game, man. And the, and the freaking Mariners lost, too, of all things. It was a dud. I was I was irritated. It took me like four hours to get there and my team lost. Get out of here. I want my money back. What a waste. I know. And I, I, I think I ran a red light. <laughs> it, was, uh, it wasn't my fault, though. It was a really weird intersection, and I didn't even see it. But whatever. But you I'm didn't told get. I ran a red light. <laughs> you didn't get a ticket, so you're fine. No, and it even had a camera, but it never, it never wasn't turned on. The person oh. that turns on cameras that day was sick or something. <laughs> <laughs> was it like a lamplighter? Like he yeah. would turn the camera right. on every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I dodged a bullet, as it were. Uh, and, uh, ran a red light. Feel bad about that. I should just send them my money, and so I can sleep at night. Keeps you should. <laughs> you should. You should. <laughs> If it were Squid Game, I would have been shot and died. There you go. Oh, it's true. Red, red, Squid Game. That's another. Those are great figures. Those are great they figures. are. Great figures. Thanks for thanks for uh, shouting them out. Oh yeah, appreciate it. And I love those minis too. The, the figure arts minis. Do you? They're great. They're great figures. Um, they got cute little eyes. Well, it's it's weird. That's like the thing that's like so. 
Hypnotic. pronounced on all of the all the figure arts minis and the squid game figures none of them have eyes well at least mm-hmm. the like the the pink soldiers and the uh game master what's the dude's name the uh not game master um front man front man yeah yeah they have no eyes um all right so the last question for our q a segment here comes from another friend of the pod at toy farce uh, for the Star Wars movie realization line, any word on when we can expect to see the Gamorrean Guard, uh, Admiral Akbar, or IG-88 that were previously revealed? Uh, no, sorry, Toy Farce, no word just yet. Uh, during Star Wars Celebration, there was a poll that was taken uh, at the booth. Uh, everyone was just given stickers uh, to put underneath which character they wanted to see next or what their favorite one was. It was worded as which may show movie realization character is your favorite. So uh, taking in all that data as, as far as which ones were amazing, um, you know, and what, and which ones to do next. uh, I'm sure that went into consideration as far as uh, getting them made. Uh, But uh, again, back to uh, licensor approval, things just take a long time. Um, I have to imagine that because, you know, that that Stormtrooper was just sort of announced, um, obviously, with the success of the Mandalorian and um, Book of Boba Fett, you know, it they the they say strike while the iron is hot. It makes sense right now to make, you know, that 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 Dymo Boba Fett and uh, the Mandalorian with little Grogu and then obviously this new um, Stormtrooper. But yes, I would very much like to see the Gamorrean Guard and um, Akbar just so so Bandai Dave can get off everyone's back. He's he's like one of the ultimate um, Akbar fans out there. I think he's probably got like one of the probably one of the top five collections of Akbar figures in his possession. So uh, he's he's got a lot of Akbar. He's in the Akbar club for crying out loud. So he definitely wants the Akbar. The Gamorrean Guard looks pretty pretty awesome. I'm a fan of that one. Uh, so no. No word yet, but uh, I think a bunch of us around the office are are optimistic. Cool. Yeah, those are those. That whole line is just gorgeous. Like it, I, I, every time I see a new piece from it, I, all I can think of is like, what if Akira Kurosawa made Star Wars? Like that's right. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. It's, Which is funny because Hidden Fortress is yeah. one of the yeah yes yeah. inspirations. No, one hundred percent, and. Um, you know, they photograph really well. So I know a lot of your uh, listeners and um, followers and subscribers and bell ringers and buzzer buzzy guys uh, are all in, <laughs> are all into the uh, the toy photography. And so the May Show movie realization figures actually photograph really, really nice. Uh, in fact, um, there's an Instagram fella who uh, goes by Vader's Fist. He, uh, he does a lot of May Show photography. This dude's got... Uh, over a hundred figures, I think, and um, he loves taking pictures of them. So, yeah, super cool. Definitely, definitely check him out. Um, and that takes us takes us to the end of our uh, Q and A. Justin, you you survived. You did it. All right. You I didn't did have it. answers for anybody. This is easy. I could do this all day. <laughs> well, no, you you answered the con question. I mean, and okay. I, I think I think you gave you gave fair answers for the. For oh, that's the right. The con question. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my brain immediately went to Khan Super Nusim <laughs> I'm like, did we talk about King of the Hill? <laughs> it's just, well, I'll tell, I'm wired differently. Well, I'll tell say. you what. Um, I'll tell you what. <laughs> that's come, I can't wait for that to come back. Maybe one day, now that the show's coming back, maybe you can get like your ultimate wish that like there will be SH Figure Arts King of the Hill figures. Maybe, Dude, maybe I one day. I cannot wait. I, I will keep, uh, I will keep, you know, keep on keeping on fighting the good fight. It is, uh, there's quite a, this is, this is my Godzilla 98. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to make this happen. And, uh, that'll be my legacy. That can be on my tombstone. We were talking about that earlier. Like, uh, the guy that brought you King of the Hill, SHF. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take it. Oh man. Maybe one day. Keep ringing Maybe. that bell. Keep keep being a bell ringer. That's been <laughs> ringing the goddamn. I will be buzzing the buzzer. I'll do everything I can. I'll keep those whammies at bay to get you and me some King of the Hill SH uh, figure arts. 
So before before we let you go and uh, and and over already, holy crap! Yeah, that's right. We we, we did it. Yeah. Um, How so long have we been doing this for? I don't know. Fifty three minutes and twenty two seconds and counting. Oh, man. Apparently, um, it's too fast. It's too fast. It's always, always. too fast. Uh, so you, the last time you were on, uh, you answered our our final question. Uh, so Dave has prepared another one for you. Um, Dave. Would you like to fulfill your role as this podcast's James <laughs> Lipton and ask our final question? Well, yes, I would. So, Justin, you have already answered the standal- standard final question that we ask all of our guests. So for today, a new final question. I don't even remember what the original final question was. That's that's fine. Just 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 roll with it. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. You don't want to you yeah, don't want to throw him off the tracks. He's got he's got to okay. keep <laughs> By the way, that's when I got the red light. I ran over train tracks. It was at the station in San Diego. Who puts a train station right by a stadium? Honestly, like literally right across the street. There's fifty thousand railroad tracks right there in one spot, and I'm supposed to see this red light. I'm used to seeing the little ding, ding, ding things come down. There wasn't no goddamn ding, ding, ding. It was supposedly a mystery red light way up in the goddamn sky. I'm facing forward. There was no one around. I ran a red light. I hate trains. <laughs> That's the end of, uh, does this question involve me hating trains? Because I hate trains. <laughs> them choo-choo and sons of bitches. Hate them all. <laughs> it, it might now. Um, oh, my God. So your new final question. <laughs> Come on. Perfect. What do you got? Talk to me, Dave. I'm what sweating. Do we got? I'm laughing so hard. I'm sweating. I'm trying to do the voice. Hold on. Um, <laughs> Your voice is what perfect. It, it's my white noise machine. I can't wait. I, I go to sleep listening to your voice. It wounds oh. me to sleep. I've, I have a very important decision to make as to how much of this stays in the episode. Yeah. Keep it all, man. People want to see that stuff. Oh, wait. This isn't a video. One. This, is, this is all audio. <laughs> just audio. Just the audio. are amazing. Let it roll. My giggle machine. I don't even have my giggle juice. My god dang drink was left downstairs. <laughs> I'm at a six right now. I could have been at eleven. I, I don't know. I don't know if you. I don't know if you could have handled that. And I got something stuck in my eye. <laughs> well, while you, it's bothering me though, I can't. I mean, I that's not even, funny. But while you dig that out of your eye, <laughs> here's here's something to pay attention to. No, um, here's something like else doing, to pay attention to. Did you guys see Pan's Labyrinth by chance? Yeah. Yeah. I, for some reason, like to get stuff out of my eye, I do this. <laughs> The little creature, like oh, that you, Mitch McConnell monster. The pale man. Like no, the, the pale man. The what? The pale man. The pale man. Yeah, yeah man. I don't know why I confused him with Phantasm right there. Oh, Literally yeah. digging at my eyes with the back of my hand. Boy. <laughs> it doesn't work. doesn't work. Anyway, um, Dave, what do you got? I feel like at this point I have to re-explain what we're doing. Um, <laughs> final <so>. question. <laughs> Fine. The, the new final question that we've prepared for you for this episode. Got it. What is the one toy or collectible that you have always wanted but never got? Oh, man. So I'm, this is kind of cheating, but um, I'm going to say that it's actually an arcade cabinet that I want. Uh, that I've always wanted. Since it's come out, I've always wanted a House of Dead 3 arcade cabinet, the one that has like these crazy zombies on the top that are kind of reaching over the cabinet. It looks so freaking cool. There's big old like uh, shotgun type style mm-hmm. uh, light guns that you have with it. It's a monstrosity. It would look crazy in anybody's home, but that's what I want. And I'll probably never get it. But anytime um, Alex is like, Oh, you know, can we you know treat yourself or get something? And I'm like, I just sent her a picture of <laughs> this Monster Hunter 3 arcade cabinet. She's like, anything but that. So that is sort of my white whale. And I hope one day to, to have one in my possession. And my goodness, I am told this is, this is like kismet. Like Bandai Namco Amusement, you know, the folks that do all the arcade machines. Like if you go to Dave & Buster's and you play like Mario Kart at Dave & Buster's, it, it's actually made by Bandai Namco Amusement. Uh, not a lot of people know that, but yeah, they used to make all kinds of fun arcade machines. They have a House of the Dead 3 machine in their freaking office. And um, 
I'm I'm gonna make it my goal <laughs> to, to own this thing. <laughs> I don't care if I gotta tear it down and rebuild it myself. I am gonna get my hands on this machine. Hey man, you never know. I'm uh, that what, what's that company? One Up Arcade. They're starting to get into light gun stuff. I know. So the Terminator Two one that came out, uh, it's cool. I almost bought it, but I told myself, you know what? Now this sort of opens the realm for a possibility for House of Dead. And uh, if there was a way to maybe get the Terminator arcade cabinet and add like, you know, throw some chips in there and and do the science and and add multiple games to it, then great. And I could have had House of Dead to that. But uh, it set a precedent, right? So now maybe the next light gun game will be not only House of Dead 3, but also 1 and 2 as well. I was going to say, that would be... Because it, it would be tough for them to go to like a... Because House of the Dead didn't have the foot pedal that you hit that like let you hide, right? No, that, was that was time, time crisis. crisis. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it would be easier for them to do something like like a House of the Dead trilogy cabinet. See, I was, su- I was surprised that the Terminator 2 one also didn't have Revolution X because it's the same engine. Yeah. yeah, it was one game, and it was like the original MSRP was like seven hundred bucks. I'm like, I mean, I love so as someone that owns friggin' four one up arcade machines, I have uh, Mortal Kombat two, which might have been my answer for my favorite possession or something like that, my favorite collectible on our, on your last podcast. Uh, I absolutely adore that machine, so I play it a lot. Uh, but then I also have a, a Pac Man and uh, the X Men, the four player X Men, and uh, the four player Ninja Turtles ones. And the okay. customer service at One Up Arcade is amazing. Just want to say that they are really quick to getting parts out to you if something breaks. Uh, my marquee on my Pac-Man machine wasn't lighting up. They sent me another one, and then it turned out it was actually the circuit board that was fried. So they sent me a new circuit board, and I had like instructions on how to do it all. Uh, it was super simple, and they were super helpful. And I got everything in like a two-day turnaround. So um, One Up Arcade folks are amazing. So. Oh, that's awesome. Another plug. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm plugging everybody here. Is there anyone else you'd like to plug, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think, honestly, I think the, the last time you were on, I'm going to, it, it, I don't, I don't make it a habit of going back and re-listing the episodes, but I probably should before we have guests back on a second time. I feel like your answer to the question was a plague mask. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's really cool. That's an awesome gift. But uh, I can add an addendum to that because since then I have gotten pocket sand. <laughs> I got this pouch of pocket sand, and that is now my all-time favorite gift and possession. It's a total king of the hill thing. Uh, my wife got it on Etsy, and it it even says it says pocket sand, and it says shh shh on it, and and it came with two little packs of sand <laughs> inside this pouch. It is my favorite thing ever. I have it on my desk. I I. Play with it all day long. So there's that. So, uh, Justin, you know, just before we let you go, uh, remind us, uh, when is the Tamashi Nations event uh, happening in New York City? Where can we find you on the interwebs? And where can we learn about all of the Bandai, Namco, Toys and Collectibles, America news? Sure. So the Tamashi Nations World Tour is happening on April 28th through the 30th. That is at uh, Grand Central Terminal, uh, which I believe is at 89 East 42nd Street in New York City. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It is open uh, most of the day. Um, I forget the hours. I think it's like 10 to 8, I believe is what it is. 10 to 8 each day on Friday and Saturday. And then it closes at 6 on Sunday. And then uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're all going to be there. It's going to be a blast. Uh, If you can't make it, but you want to keep up with what's going down uh, with Tamashi Nations and all things Bandai, be sure to follow us at Bandai Collect on all social platforms. Uh, Super simple. If you want to just talk to me about toys and and fun collectibles, you can also follow me. I am at Edgy Armo uh, because I am Armenian and I'm, I'm a little more round these days, but I am I am edgy, <laughs> as they say. Uh, so at Edgy Armo, uh, happy to follow you back. We can talk toys, uh, video games, whatever you want. And uh, was there something else in there? Did I get it all? No, you got it all. That was it. Yeah. Cool. This well, was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I had a blast. Awesome. Uh, and and let's definitely uh, do this yeah, again thank sometime. Thank you for coming back on. And uh, yeah, well, and we'll see you in just a few days uh, time from mm-hmm. the time that this airs. Great. I'm accepting gifts. 
Um, I <laughs> I like things, you know. I'm just kidding. You know, all all I need <laughs> is you and your your lovely selves. I'll I'll bring you something. I'm the Santa around here. I'm the one always giving. I give and I give and I give and I give. You know how that goes. <laughs> you cheap bastard. <laughs> that's just that's just how we roll. That's just how we roll. Dave, send us home. Everyone, go to Grand Central this weekend if you're in the greater New York area. Do it. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com. 